Hello there, it's Dr. Chelsea. Today, I want to talk about working with assistants. And in this case, I don't mean, you know, dancers who sometimes come up to help as assistants in conventions. I'm talking about like assistant coaches, assistant teachers, you know, adult dance educators. Maybe you're in a school setting and lucky enough to be an assistant coach, or maybe you're a head coach doing everything alone, wishing you had some help. So while this typically applies to a school or all-star setting with a kind of traditional structure of a head and assistant coach, it can also apply to studio teachers and owners who have younger teachers that report to you. If you work with more than one dance educator, then you have to be on the same page. And then if that's the case, this episode is for you. I'm going to share a little about my journey as a head coach with and without an assistant. And if you have assistants, then I will also share the four questions you should ask them at the beginning of the season. And plus, if you are the assistant, I have some questions you should make sure to ask your head coach or studio owner before we get back to the fall season. And to make it easier, I have all of these questions gathered together for you in a PDF. You can grab the link in the show notes or visit chelseaparati.com slash 71 to grab that. That way it's all written down and ready for you. And you can hit the ground running when you're ready to have this conversation. Welcome to the Passion for Dance podcast. I'm Dr. Chelsea, a former professional dancer and dance team coach turned sports psychologist. This podcast focuses on four main pillars, motivation, resilience, mindset, and community. Each week, you'll learn actionable strategies, mindsets, and tips to teach your dancers more than good technique. This is a podcast where we can all make a lasting impact and share our passion for dance. Let's do this. When I was coaching a high school team, I worked alone and I worked with assistants. And over the years, I've talked to a lot of coaches about how to create cohesion and a successful partnership with their assistants because it doesn't come easy. It's like any working relationship. It takes time and investment and hard work, but when done right, it can be one of the best relationships you'll have. It doesn't have to be complicated, but it won't happen automatically right? Like most aspects of coaching, it takes that deliberate action and planning. I spent six years coaching by myself and that was okay, mostly because I was too young to know any different. But then, you know, as anybody who's been coaching for a long time or teaching in the studio for a lot of years, there comes a point where you really need help. And I finally convinced the powers that be at my school to let me have a JV program and an assistant coach that went with that team. So that coach had her own team, but we were still trying to be cohesive within the program. And then it was another four years after that until I got a varsity assistant who was actually able to work by my side with varsity. And I will admit that going into this, you should know I hit the assistant coach jackpot. I had the best assistant coaches throughout my career. So if any of you are listening today, you know who you are and I'm so grateful for you. Uh, But I know that isn't always the case. It's not always a perfect working relationship. So, you know, we did a lot of work to make sure we communicated well and worked together in order to have that solid foundation for our program as things were changing and evolving and our different life roles were changing. So it really, even though I know I had a great experience, I know it took work to make that happen. So good communication starts at the beginning of the season. 
It's essential to give your assistant coach dedicated time to iron out your vision and your plan, their role and expectations, how you see your leadership team working together. And even if you've been with the same assistants for a while, it's still important to sit down every year and make sure you're on the same page again. Every season is different. Everything is evolving and changing. You're going to have new dancers. You're coming off of different seasons. So even if you've been together for years, sit down and have this kind of big picture vision and planning session. So to help you get started, I put together my like top four questions for a head coach to ask the assistant, right? Uh, Answering these questions will help you create that good foundation for how these roles are going to work together and be a unified leadership team. And there's a lot more that you can do, of course, but here's the top four that you might want to start with. As a head coach, you can ask your assistant, what do you see as your role on this team? Or what do you see as your role on our staff? As a head coach, you have to know what you want their role to be, but before you share anything, ask the assistant, what do you see as your role? And then if there's a discrepancy, talk it out, right? Do you, as a head coach, want someone who has your back 100% of the time? Or does the like, yes, ma'am, yes, sir, you know, I'll be with you every time actually not serve you and you want someone who communicates their own ideas and goals, even if they challenge you. And again, there's, it's not a right or wrong, but as a head coach, you have to know what you want from your assistant. And then the assistant needs to be able to express what they see as the role. And then if there's any discrepancy, you got to talk it through, right? And likely there's going to be different thoughts about how you'll spend your time and your roles and you the only way to work through it is to have this very upfront conversation. Second, I would ask, what do you think your strengths are as a coach? And then most importantly, how can we use those strengths to improve our program? I think your assistant coach needs to hear from you. Like I hired you for a reason, you know, what do they bring that you don't? And I think the best, you know, my best assistants had talents that I did not right? So I had, you know, assistants who were better at uh, choreography than me. I had assistants who were better at, you know, like kind of taking care of the social emotional side of things when I would get too caught up in the nitty gritty. I, I just had assistants who really balanced me. But while that's the goal, I think it's also important to just ask your assistants, like, how can we use your strengths to improve our program? That's why you're here. And I want to make sure we're utilizing that you know, an ideal assistant coach will have different strengths than a head coach. So talk about each of your strengths and how you can help kind of make up for each other's shortfalls and utilize those strengths across your whole program. Third question is I would ask, what do you think your weaknesses are and how are you working on turning those into strengths? Or another way to think about it, what are your weaknesses and how can I help support those? And with this, I mean, specifically with leadership, right? Like if you're an assistant coach and you know, you have a weakness around, uh, you know, timely communication or something, then maybe you need to work out a plan for how you're going to handle parent emails or a schedule of reminders, or just like own up to say, yeah, I'm not very good at being timely with communication. I know, you know, I text messages sit unread for a long time. Okay. Then that's who you are. It's your personality. Let's talk through how to help make sure that doesn't hurt our program. So like, how can I, as a head coach, support you in getting better at that or support you so that it doesn't hurt the program? Right. So we all have things that are 
our kind of weaknesses as leaders. And, you know, maybe your assistant coach is not very good at the smiley, bubbly, fluffy conversations that sometimes need to happen. Then maybe you need to work together to help learn how to be better at that or to help model what that looks like or to know that there's some conversations that need both of you all the time. And the fourth question I would ask, how can we improve consistency and how we teach our younger dancers? So they're always learning, you know, our way from the beginning, right? So especially if again, in a school team or even in a studio, if you have teachers working with the younger dancers, the goal is that they're progressing and moving up to the more advanced classes. And if the teachers that they're exposed to early on have a completely different style and approach than they're going to see later that can be really challenging for dancers. You know, it's so much easier if they have that path of like, this is our program and this is our studio and this is how it works here. And then once you figure it out, it's consistent across teachers. So helping kind of talk through like, how do we make sure there is as much as possible this consistency from like, once you enter our program, you will have the same kind of experience all the way through. And then I would even get like nitty gritty. So say you, you know, if you teach POM, how does your assistant coach introduce some of the palm angles that you use later? And even just things like the same terminology, like we all know there's different words for the same thing in various parts of the country. And so if they learn one term from the assistant coach, but then the varsity coach says something different, little stuff like that is still confusing and can uh, make cleaning routines harder and makes it look like you're not on the same page. Uh, But then also, you know, do your practices have the similar level of challenge and expectations? You don't want your freshman team to be so easy and calm and chill, and then they get diversity and the culture is a whole other world, right? You want this, you know, level appropriate shifts, but yet consistency across whole program values and approach. So I hope that helps you kind of think through as a head coach, when you're sitting with your assistant, like I'm walking through a lot of this to make sure you have that consistency, solid expectations. Okay. And then the flip side of this is important too, right? If I believe an assistant coach's job is to understand the vision and direction of the program and then learn how they can best use their skills to bring that vision to life. So assistant coaches, some questions for you to ask your head coaches uh, in this same meeting, maybe just walking through how to be, you know, the best assistant coach you can be to be, to help support your program. So first question I would ask, you know, what are your goals for the program and how can I help you achieve those goals? Of course, this also means the head coach should be able to answer this question, right? Be able to know, like, do you have outcome goals about competition? Do you have goals about culture? You know, maybe the head coach has a goal about integrating better with band and game day, but if the assistant coach doesn't know that that's your agenda, then they won't be able to help you with it. So The whole program should have that clear vision for the future of the team. And it's the head coach's job to see the vision and articulate it to everything else. You know, it's the head coach's job to see that vision and articulate it to everyone else. So where is the program headed? What are those long-term goals? Are you going to switch to a different style in a few years and you want to start incorporating new training in? Like you need to know where you're going. You know, what has to happen this year to make that happen and how can the assistant coach support that bigger vision. So as an assistant coach, I would ask your head coaches, what are the goals for the program this year and how can I help you achieve those goals? Second, I would ask the head coach, how do you see me participating in practice, games, and competitions? 
basically you're getting at, am I really hands off, really hands on? What does that look like? Really clearly communicate about expectations here. Are you trading off practices? If so, how do you communicate in between practices? How do you like make sure there's a handoff outside that's really clear? If you're both at practice, what are the expectations? Are is the assistant supposed to follow lead? Is the assistant supposed to jump in? You know, sometimes one is more in charge, sometimes the other. Just, you know, having more than one coach in the room can be overwhelming for athletes and with you know, you may not mean to, but you end up butting heads or you just have very different goals for what you're trying to do that day. And it ends up feeling icky and getting, uh, being really hard to get anything done. So talk through that. If you are at practices at the same time, what does that look like? And this may take constant follow-up to find a good vibe for that. And if you're not at practices together, how do you communicate outside to make sure that trade-off is smooth and you have all the updates you need and you know where you stand? The third question I think assistants should ask the head coach is how will we make decisions, especially for big things like what styles are we competing in? How do we handle punishment if that's needed? And if you've listened to some other podcasts, you know, I don't use punishment much. Sometimes it's necessary, but if so, how do you handle it? Uh, what are our you know costume choices? There's so many things that feel you know bigger and how much autonomy does the assistant coach have? So outline from the beginning. So there's no sense of overstepping. Does the assistant coach make all the decisions for a lower level program autonomously? Does the assistant coach have some authority to make on the spot decisions or do they always need to say, you know, this is what's going on. I hear you. I'm going to go take this back to head coach. You know, are some things head coach's decision Uh, you know, outright, they make the choice and it trickles down. Is it always a conversation that everyone discusses together, right? It, there's again, not a right or wrong, but you have to think through this. You know, on my team, when I had two assistants, they were both people I trusted implicitly. I mean, they meant everything to me and in our world, I wanted them to express a dissenting opinion if they had it, right? I wanted them to challenge and push me. And, you know, there was one choice where we had a returning dancer who was potentially a culture problem and we didn't agree on what to do about it. Um, but I can vividly remember just sitting together and talking through like everybody's opinion on what we thought we should do going into this next season. If, you know, how we were going to handle tryouts, how the conversation was going to go, if we would take her back, if we didn't, what that looked like. And I think all three of us had slightly different opinions and takes on how we would do it. And the clear expectation was something big like that was a three-way conversation. I wasn't going to make the choice myself. I wanted to hear from them. Um, And then ultimately though, it was also, if the three of us disagree, then head coach makes the call. And sometimes that's not necessarily a good thing. It's a really hard call to make and somebody has to make the final decision. But you have to talk through the hypothetical before you're in a place where you have some really hard conversation and you don't agree. And then you don't know where to go from there, right? So make sure you have that conversation. How will we make big decisions? Another question I would ask is how do we use our different skill sets? So whether this comes from the assistant or the head coach, again, it's, it's worth reiterating. Know each other's skill set. The best assistant coaches are complementary and they have different skills than the head coach. So use your early season meetings to understand each other's strengths. Talk about how to utilize them throughout your whole program. Um, it makes 
the whole thing better, right? You want to make sure you are utilizing them as best you can. Okay. Other few things I think an assistant coach, you know, you can ask yourself when you're thinking about your own growth and maybe what to think about going into this meeting, you could ask, you know, you know, what am I good at? Make sure you know the answer to that. What are you bringing? You can ask, you know, where can I grow and learn from my head coach? Um, If you're an assistant, likely that means you have less experience than your head coach. I know that's not always true, but there's still, no matter who you are, you can learn from the people you're working with. So ask yourself, like, where are my areas of growth? Who can I learn from? You can also consider like, how do our coaching styles blend together, right? And thinking about what you bring to the table, don't minimize that. And then how that will blend with what the head coach does. And again, that kind of, when do you take the wheel? When do I, you know, when are you comfortable being in the driver's seat? And when do you need more help and guidance? And as an assistant coach, knowing like, okay, I am super comfortable when we're cleaning a routine. I feel great about that. I got it. You know, maybe I'm not very comfortable with game day. Maybe you're a studio dancer who now is coaching and it's like, I need help and guidance with game day, right? So know where your strengths are and know when you feel comfortable and when you don't so that you can communicate that to your head coach. Um, You're not supposed to know how to do everything. And the best way to communicate that is to be able to say, you know, this is where I'm comfortable. This is where I need more help and guidance. Ultimately, what matters in all of this is taking the time to have this deeper conversation. Um, I've even had conversations with, you know, members of my Releve, which is a dance coach membership. There's a few times in there when I've had one-on-one meetings with the coaches in the membership and their assistants, and we hash this all out together, right? It's such a valuable, important conversation. So if you are hiring someone new, you can even check in on some of this, you know, during that hiring process, you know, especially your values and what you see Uh, for the program. But once you have your team in place, and once you know what the coaching staff looks like, discuss all of it. In order to make it a little easier, again, I have that download for you. It has all those questions lined out on a page so you can have it with you. Uh, You can ask your assistant and head coaches. So you can grab that in the show notes wherever you're listening or at chelseaparati.com slash 71. And remember, ultimately, coaches, you are role models to your dancers, which means how you communicate, you know, how you respectfully challenge someone's opinion, how you offer feedback and praise. It all starts with how the teachers and the coaches treat each other. So make sure you're on the same page and we'll be there to help each other all season. So, you know, it's summer in the time of this recording. So cheers to a new season. I hope this helped you think through how you can set up your coaching staff for success. And again, you can always reach out on Instagram, email me if you have other questions about the assistant head coach relationship and grab that download in the show notes if you want the questions handy. And of course, thank you for listening. It truly does mean a lot to me to have you all here and keep sharing your passion for dance with the world.